Hello, everybody, and welcome to this new episode. I'm so excited because this is my first ever episode where I have a guest, and the guest, I'll give her a little intro, is my best friend, Allie. We met in a super cool way. It was one of those moments where, like, literally everything lined up. It was a total, like, confirmation from the universe. Like, yes, I already know this person. Like, we are so on the right path, and we needed to meet at the exact right time. I'm really excited because we have a lot of similarities between, like, bringing and even our relationship with mental health now so Allie say hi a little bit I don't know <laughs> hi everybody this is my first podcast yes so. yes she's a first timer yes so I think we're just gonna kind of like give the gab get into it I feel like me and Allie have such good conversations about like literally anything so I want to just talk a little bit about like mental health and kind of see where it goes so Allie I know you had like a rough experience with your mental health growing up and it kind of shapes a lot of like who you are now so I was wondering if you could like talk about that a little bit and maybe like how you take care of yourself now to stay well yeah that sounds good so I definitely struggled a lot with mental health growing up I think growing up is hard already but then also just like the lack of being educated on how mm. to take care of yourself as well as the signs of when you need to take care of yourself, you know, mm. so I, I never really knew what to look for and what my own behaviors meant for myself and what I need to do. So I really struggled with just emotional regulation, which mm. eventually just spiraled, you know, and then add teenage hormones on yeah. top of that. Um, so it took a long time for me to kind of dig myself out of that hole. Um, and But now, in my adult life, I know the signs. Okay. Yeah, I was going to ask, what are some signs that you're not, your mental health is kind of tanking? Yeah. Yeah. So I won't do things that I really enjoy. Like, I'll just kind of fall out of it, you know, but I'll make mm -hmm. excuses that sound logical yeah. in my mind. Yeah. It's like, so you can justify exactly. not doing what's good for you. You need a reason. Your brain knows that they're good for you. Usually. Exactly. Yeah. Like getting outside, you know, like, oh, it's, it's hot out. I'm tired, mm -hmm. you know, or like, you know, you don't eat dinner. Like, oh, I was studying for a test. Yeah. Like, you know, stuff yeah. like that. It's too much work to make dinner. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Whereas like now I can kind of look at it and be like, what's actually going on you know these are just bs like reasons right you're kind of like <laughs> lying to yourself and yeah. i feel like we were talking about earlier like we're both like self-aware to the point that like mm -hmm. we know when we're like bsing oh ourselves. yeah <laughs> oh yeah definitely now but like back then i didn't know like i just right. believed these like surface level reasons uh -huh. and then it would just pile up pile up pile up until i was at a place where I I'm not doing anything I, I enjoy. Mm -hmm. I'm not seeing my friends. Mm -hmm. I'm self-isolating. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, and I'm just, like, letting this, like, spiral happen with, like, my negative thoughts as mm -hmm. well. You know, like, I'm not catching it. I'm not stopping it and trying to reframe. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what was going on there. And, like, if I had been educated right. at the time, right. I do think things would have been different. And if I had, like, known about like affirmations mm -hmm. you know I feel like we've talked about yeah. that a lot yeah. before we affirm, we affirm. yeah like as a teenager you know if I had just like woken up every morning and been like I love myself these uh -huh. are the things I'm grateful for like that kind of stuff I think that would have helped with like reframing yeah so yeah definitely and I think something that I also notice is like a huge lack of education in terms of mental health and I think that's mm -hmm. why people do so poorly yep. growing up because you don't know any better so you figure out through like trial and error yeah. and like <laughs> you do things that aren't 
as helpful for yourself because you're just trying to feel better and you literally don't know how. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering like, what do you think education would look like in a perfect world? Like we could design everything as like miracle manifestors. How would like, like how older would you be when you learned about your mental health? Like what, what would you learn at what age? And, and I guess, what do you wish that you knew? Yeah, those are really good questions. <laughs> I can go first if you want a second to think about it. Oh, no, I think about oh, this a like, lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I think, like, as soon as possible, you should be taught, like, by your parents, like, mm-hmm. in your family, mm-hmm. that there's, like, space for your emotions. Oh, yeah. I th- yeah. That would be really nice yeah, to her. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like a lot of us, especially you and I, were mm-hmm. raised in a way where it's, like, the less, like, or yeah, the less emotional space you occupy, mm. the more, like, lovable you yeah, are. Yeah, like, the easier you are to take care of. Exactly, yeah. Damn. Yeah. And that's, like, like, all I wanted to be as a kid was, like, mm-hmm. like less of a burden on other people's plate. I wanted to be very yeah. easy to take care of because yep. I felt like there was already too much, like, exactly. in my family going on. Yeah. Sure you felt the same way. Yeah, 100%. And, oh. like, when you take up that space, somebody will just be like, oh, you're being high maintenance. Uh huh. You're being sensitive. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. You just, you just suck it up. You just stop crying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ugh. So like there was no space for that. So from a young age, you're just like being taught to just like shove it under the yeah. rug, <laughs> essentially. And it's like, like no wonder why these things come up in such a strong magnitude is because yes. they've been like, like you said, yes. shoved under the rug over and over, and you can only take so much. And then you blow up. So that's healthy. So the first thing is what there's space for your emotions. Yeah. So create that in a family setting. Yeah. And then I do think that like at school, because honestly, you can't trust every family. Mm-hmm. Like every situation's different. You know, um, not everyone's going to be teaching mental health stuff. Right. So I and, feel like, and if they are, sometimes it's like in the opposite direction. Yeah. You know? exactly. Like kind of like what we've probably learned. Yes. One hundred percent. So I feel like. On top of that as well, just a standardized, like, mental health education starting literally probably, like, kindergarten. Right. Like, like when, you, when you realize, like, you're having these big experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Because you see kids, like, that age, like, just having, like, breakdowns. Yeah. Because they don't know how to handle uh-huh. these big emotions and nobody, like, talks about it. Right. You know, like, they're angry because, like, their block didn't fit, like, in right. that shape. They're so, they're yeah. so I remember, like, my mom always tells the story of, like, Mm-hmm. I had this toy as a kid called an elephant mm-hmm. and like the you throw the butterflies in and they would like spit them out and I remember like she tells me yeah okay yeah. she tells me I would literally like throw the like toy down and like scream in anger because I couldn't catch all the butterflies in this like oh toy it's like supposed to be fun and I'm yeah. now, like freaking out because I can't get it yeah and I was what like four literally yeah and like yeah. you don't understand those like emotions and how to regulate them you don't even know what they are yeah. you know like Similar situation. I remember at a young age, like I was trying to put my hair in like pigtails, <laughs> and like for some reason, like I just couldn't get like a straight enough part. Maybe that's yeah. also like a perfectionist side of yeah, me. Yeah, get into perfectionism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like I just threw a fucking fit. Like yeah. I just started crying, and then like I remember my mom was like, "What is wrong?" And then I tried to like hide because I was ashamed Aww, yeah. of like that I couldn't do it and that I was angry about it. And then so she, like, found me and then did it for me. Okay. And then I was like, okay, great. And yeah. then, like, skipped on, like, along, you know? Yeah. I just, but I just remember, like, I didn't know how to handle, like, what do you even do when you're that angry? Right. Because if know? you don't get taught by your parents, you're kind of shit out of luck. Exactly. Because it's not in traditional education at all. Yeah. Like, you think mm-hmm. in health class, they'd be like, 
this is anxiety. This is depression. Oh my this, God. These are the signs yeah. of someone who's probably going to kill themselves. Like, it's <laughs> a public health issue, but literally nobody does. Yeah. So it's like, that's why I like want to talk about all this kind of stuff because mm-hmm. I feel like it's not accessible. And ideally, 100%. in a perfect world that we create ourselves, like, there will be this education in the future for people in kindergarten and middle school yeah. and high school so that they can. And it could even be like, I think, like an open circle discussion thing. Like, what questions do you have about this topic? So people yes. feel like. Almost like, I don't know if you ever had an experience, like in college, I was in a lot of clubs and we would create like circle discussions and it was like, there's no agenda. This is just like a safe space. And it fostered so much education because it was like, you could ask questions without feeling judged. Yeah. And And almost like something like that, I feel like would be good. Yeah. I agree with that. And like nine times out of 10, like if one person like your age has a question about something, like somebody else is wondering the same thing, Exactly. you know? So I definitely think that would be beneficial but, like, kind of going back to, like, starting in kindergarten. Yeah. Even yeah. just, like, not even, like, oh, like, depression, anxiety, you know, but, right. like, emotions. Emotion right. chart. Yes, they yes, get the wheel feeling. out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Something like that. And then, yeah, middle school health, high school health, depression, anxiety. What is being suicidal? What does that feel like? Right. You know, right. Or, like, signs. trauma. What is a sign that you've had a traumatic oh, yeah. experience? Because by the time mm. you get to high school... I mean, like, how's it? I literally yeah. am like not convinced that nobody's had trauma. Yeah. Like, by the time you get to high school, it'd be so helpful to be like, "Oh, I'm not crazy. This is PTSD. Like, this yeah. is like I'm having a normal response to something that's traumatic." One hundred percent. Yeah. And I, I love the way you said that. Like, this is a normal response. Yeah. You know, because I feel like in high school and middle school, like, things would happen. Like, a friend would do something very like wrong to me, and I would have a huge emotional response, and then. Like, so much gaslighting happens, yeah, you know? Yeah, Yeah, and, like, especially from your friends, too. They're like, oh, like, it's not even that big of a deal. Oh, like, yeah. why did you take it that way? You right. know, but, like, to kind of have that education of, like, yeah, it's normal to have a response when somebody's bullying you, right. <laughs> you know? Right. And I would think that, like, if those mm-hmm. people that were basically gaslighting you in your experience, if they yeah. had an environment where they felt like they could take up space as a kid mm-hmm. for their emotions and their experience, and they probably wouldn't have that narrative to push on to you. 100%. Of, oh, you're overreacting to this. Because yes. I'd be like, you know what? This is an emotion. It's it's hers. Like, that's a yeah. fine normal experience. 100%. Like, it's almost like a vicious cycle yeah. because of the lack of education. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. it's pretty wild. And that's so much of why I, like, want wanted to make a podcast. Is I'm like, the shit is not talked about. And I'm like, I have all these thoughts and feelings about it. Like, yeah. why don't I just start yes. talking about it? Yeah. Here we are. 100%. Like, there's just such a negative stigma. Yeah. But I feel like we do a good job yeah. of, like, acknowledging, like, mental health stuff. Even mm-hmm. just, like, in our friendship and friendships with others, you mm-hmm. know, checking in. Yeah, we love a check-in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, like, make sure everyone's on the same page, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, and I just try to imagine that sort of safety, like, that sort of environment in like my teenagehood friendships like oh, that did that not exist nice. yeah yeah, like, yeah yeah i know because so. i had a, an experience of like i was bullied by my friends yeah as a, like i was in fifth grade so i was a little bit younger but yeah. i'm like that it's taken me so much trial and error of learning like really the relationship with myself mm-hmm. kind of like i'm picturing like a visualization of, like it goes outward to all my friendships and stuff mm-hmm. so like at the time where I was really negative and being bullied, like I hated myself. So all my relationships with other people were pretty like unsafe. So yeah. now that I have a better relationship with myself, I check in with all of my friends and I make sure my friends are all okay. Cause it, yeah. it's come, it's from such like a loving, nurturing place now, but 
like we've talked about, we had to figure that out like the hard way. Because, Literally. Yeah. yeah. Inaccessible. But when you were talking, I wanted to bring up something that I honestly didn't think about talking about until we started gabbing, which is mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah. Um, like perfectionism oh, and like yeah. where this like shame and this need and this pressure to be perfect comes from because it directly like tanks your mental health. Oh yeah. Yeah. I honestly, I don't really have any thoughts about the origin of yeah no we don't need to talk about the origin okay maybe how it shows up in your life okay yeah I just feel like I don't know it's weird I feel like I have like ADHD or something it's like some things have to be perfect and other things I'm like I can care less it's specific yeah yeah so I don't know I think the ways it shows up in my life now in my adulthood is far less than it did in my like growing up which is actually really interesting yeah I wonder like what that is yeah um but I think it honestly just had such a direct link to like anger for me like my example that I just Uh talked about like if something isn't exactly how I like it like that's just like a direct line to me being like triggered yeah but yeah I guess in my life now it's not so bad but I'm also doing like pretty well yeah it's like i'm gonna take care of myself yeah yeah she has yeah good shit good shit yeah how about you well i don't struggle too much with perfectionism but i feel like this pressure sometimes to like Mm -hmm. be a certain way like i talk a lot about like societal conditioning because i think it's such bs oh my gosh i wish we could just remove it Mm -hmm. but like I feel pressure to, like, for instance, I don't want to be married at all. Like, no part of me right now wants to be married. But I feel like because everybody else is doing it, like, I am doing something wrong because I'm not married. Or I'm not having kids. Or I don't want that. Like, Mm -hmm. there's something messed up with me. So I think it's less perfectionism. And it's more so, like, the narrative I struggle with is, like, what's wrong with you? Like, like, why are you so other than other people? Yeah. And, like, that type of, I don't know, negative thought process it's more prevalent. I've never really been a perfectionist because I always, I don't know. I feel like I've always been pretty, um, chill. Chill. I've been a chiller since birth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Checks out. Checks out. <laughs> but I think that through a lot of other people's experiences, like you mm-hmm. get this pressure from your parents or your siblings. Like, mm-hmm. like I always felt a pressure because I had older siblings. Like I had to be at least as good as them. Like I didn't want to be like the younger sibling that like, wasn't as smart in this class as her older sister because it was like your older sibling set this like precedent of how you should behave almost yeah and so I did feel a certain amount of pressure to live up at least to the level that they got to yeah I think a lot of people could probably resonate like Mm -hmm. that resonates with them because that's such like a standard like the golden child of the family yeah you have to like yeah I feel like our siblings are like the same like hierarchy yeah. like older sibling and then we're twins in the middle yep. and then a younger sibling yeah Ali's also right? a twin right do you guys have no I'm the youngest okay that's what Ava's it was yeah, older and then, and then two yeah older. Older. okay yeah, yeah. pretty yeah. close but either but, way there's a bunch of people to compare yourself yeah, to right? yeah yeah so I feel like I kind of had a different experience because like my older sister she was like the golden child uh-huh. like 4.0 student mm-hmm. like I don't even know like president of her class whatever um so I think at a young age, I kind of said, like, fuck all that. Okay, you rejected. Yeah, I rejected all of that because I'm sure it was uncomfortable yeah. for me. Yeah. So I was very much like a rebel. Yeah. Like, all through high nice. school. Like, Even your body was like, I was a rebel. Yeah. She's got her head, like, <laughs> like, like, cut on her torso. Like, yeah. I was out. <laughs> yeah. So that was a vibe. I had a lot of 
fun. Yeah. I was highly depressed. Air quotes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's almost like, because when I was depressed too, I had this mm-hmm. similar mentality. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, whatever. That was like, exactly anything that. can happen. Yeah. But it was like, I felt that way because I was so apathetic. Like, I literally didn't care about literally anything. Literally shut it all, all like, yeah. off. Yeah. I think yeah. that's probably what it was. Yeah. Uh, in retrospect. <laughs> Yeah, so I was very much just like, I'm gonna like blaze my own path. Like, I don't even care. Like, I'm not gonna compare myself at all to any of my siblings. And I think that kind of stood true, even though Mm -hmm. that did come from a place of just like denial and rejection. (laughs) (laughs) Every time we have conversations like this, we just start laughing. Yeah, (laughs) rejection. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was also thrown, I'll disclaim, I was thrown into therapy, like, my freshman year of high school, which was hugely beneficial. I feel like everybody at any age should be in therapy. Therapy is mandatory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that helped me a lot. But oh, I lost my train of thought. That's okay. <laughs> I was thinking we could transition to, um, now to, like, how spirituality has been related to your mental health. Oh, because, yeah. Like, literally, when me and Allie met, we were, it was, like, our little spirits. I don't know, it was yeah. so, like, divine timing. Yes. And I feel like. My relationship and spirituality has grown because of you and all this stuff that you've been putting me on. So yes, yes, I wanna, yes, I'm yes. just curious as to like, maybe when did your spirituality journey start and did it at all relate to your mental health? Yeah. I love everything you just said. <laughs> yeah. I think our like connection right off the bat was like very soulful. Oh like, my gosh. Yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, we've met. Yeah, literally. Met. I'm like, oh, hey. Yeah. Nice to you see you again. again. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. So my spirituality... I wish that I had been introduced to it sooner. Honestly, yeah. I uh. love, I'm super spiritual. Like everything about it just makes me feel better. Um, I got into spirituality. I hate to say it because of a boy. Uh, I know. <laughs> uh, that's okay. Yeah, no, but it was really special. I'm grateful for him for making that happen. Yes, you me, know, too. me too. <laughs> exactly. Like I took a huge part like that. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, I was really young. I want to say I was in middle school. Oh, wow. Yeah. I want to say maybe I was like 14. Okay. Um, And then he kind of put me on like meditating. Oh, what? Yeah. This was before his time. Dude. Meditating is 14? 14. Oh, that was like, me. oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so he was really awesome. Um, And then like we would meditate together. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And it was like love. really special, yeah. you know. And I kind of like brought that into my own life solo and it was just so special with myself, yeah. you know, like, for, I think at first I was like, oh, it's special because it's he him brought it. Yeah, that's so interesting like, think that way. Yeah, but then I did it on my own and I was like, no, it's special because of me. Yes. You know, yes. So that was, go me. Yeah. 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 But, um, so I just started getting into meditating at that time and then eventually started lucid dreaming. That, yeah, we I talked was, about yeah, that. Yeah, I was very young when I w- did that is really awesome yeah um but i don't think i well, wait let's pause on that because you taught yourself how to lucid dream because you used to get nightmares so bad yes yeah wait for those of you who don't know what lucid dreaming is maybe you can just explain it you probably could explain it better than i could yeah yeah so like nutshell lucid dreaming is just kind of having the <laughs> self-awareness <laughs> that uh that you are dreaming and with that, being able to take control of your dream and kind of do whatever you want. Yeah. Um, so I struggled with nightmares. I would just, like, be waking up every night. Like, super vivid nightmares. So I was like, oh, you know what? I heard about this thing called lucid dreaming. And I could just, like, get myself out of it. So I kind of, like, taught myself how to do that. <laughs> could go into that another time. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> slight flex, slight flex. Literally could talk about that 
like for a whole podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, um, I'll write you down. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like that was really special too. Like something I did for myself. It was really awesome. It was, yeah. great, it was pretty cool. But anyway, so those were like the two things I really were focusing on was just like guided meditations. And those meditations were more so like pretty surface level. Like I wasn't doing anything too crazy yet. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> <Yes>. guided, yeah, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> uh, like guided sleep meditation, right. like stress reduction. And then I dabbled with like in high school, I got into like reduce anxiety, you know. Okay. Um, and then I think. It was toward the end of high school that I got a little bit more, like, into it when it comes to, like, astral projection. I would not recommend it. <laughs> we can talk about that in the next episode. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, and then just, like, more, like, soulful meditations, too. You know, connecting with myself, mm-hmm. balancing my chakras. Yeah. Wait, um, so you are in high school doing this. Yeah. Wow, you were so, yeah. so OG, like, ahead of the game, I feel Dude, like. Dude, yeah. Oh, my God. And I got super into Buddhism during that time. I yeah. read all this stuff. One mm-hmm. of my favorite classes I took in high school was my senior year. It was, like, an AP literature class. And, like, each, like, section of class, like, it was about, like, different philosophies, mm-hmm. which I need to go back and think. Wait, that's by, pretty cool. Yeah, for high school. Yeah, like, wait, Texas would never. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I, that teacher I had for that, oh, my God, amazing lady. Yeah. I need to, like, email her or something. If yeah, you, like, shout she out. probably really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, like, because that just opened my eyes even more to, like, what is believed out there. Because I grew mm-hmm. up in a very, like, not really, like, religious home. Like, my parents are both. Like, I don't even know. Like, yeah, I know. My parents never talk about it. Yeah, because they felt like they were forced into religion oh, yeah, at a yeah, young yeah. age by their families. So they didn't want me and my siblings to feel any pressure when it came to religion. But with that, I feel like I don't know anything. Right. It was almost like you were it. saying, like, I wish I learned about this, like, from a young age. Like, yeah. spirituality. Like, maybe, like, a crash course on, like, religions. Like, yeah, you can pick whichever one resonates. You don't have to pick any. But, exactly. like, it's your choice. Which Literally. Yeah. I feel like it's not the narrative in families and families it's very passed down like yeah. this is what we believe so I mean some parents like ours are like well we don't want to push anything on you mm-hmm. but it's either that or nothing or yeah. this is what we believe so you believe it now yeah you know like it's very like it feels very extreme to me like yeah. one or the other yeah um yeah whereas like all of this could be solved and this ties back to like mental health or what we started with talking about yep. just being educated yep you know like, it's like the root of so much I feel like I yeah. didn't understand mm-hmm. how much education was at the center of everything until recently yeah because if you're not edu- like if you don't know better you can't do better yeah 100% and like if you don't know there's another way then like you'll you can't just figure it out right like right it's so important know. to be informed yeah okay well this feels like a good place to take a little bit of a break okay okay let's take a little bit of a break yeah